With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, good morning, Izzy Kempi for breakfast, SENZ. The crew has had a monstrous week, and we're ready to finish it off with a big old bang. Thank you, Aroha, for that news. A big good morning to Robbie, and Neeps, and Kempi, and Louie. We are here, lads. Good morning, how you doing, Kempi? Morning, uh, morning, brother. Yeah, no, doing good. It's a fun Friday, mate. Got a good uh, lineup of guests today. End of the week, it's been a good week. Uh, Yeah, no. And also Peyton Manning's birthday today, mate. The great Peyton Manning, did you know that? He's 46, one of the best quarterbacks that I've ever seen. Just thought I'd throw that in there from left field. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Happy birthday, Peyton. Go Peyton what a Manning. birthday. Yeah, mate. <laughs> You're a Peyton fan, obviously. Uh, yeah, look, I thought Peyton was, you know, I watch a little bit of NFL. I've been to a couple of games, and I remember Peyton Manning, um, that big orange jersey that he used to wear is quite, quite, quite the player. I know they talk about another couple of great quarterbacks. There's a couple running around now um, and a couple of brothers that have played against each other, but Peyton Manning. Uh, for me, was there, thereabouts, you know, is one of the greatest. And he's around my vintage. Hey. <laughs> he's vintage, he's vintage. Well, they actually made a statue of him outside the Indianapolis Colts Stadium over there, and he obviously won plenty, uh, won one with the Broncos as well, the Denver Broncos, who have will be gutted, actually. They've signed Russell Wilson, haven't probably got... The rewards that they were liking, but love it. Peyton Manning, uh, birthday today. If it's your birthday today, how lucky are you? Double eight, double three. Happy birthday, anyway. If you're having a special old day, everyone out there. It's a big week, and it's a big weekend of racing, Kempi. And on oh. that, you see, we've got a big show. Who we got coming up? Mate, we have a big show today. In the sulky out of seven, we catch up with Jay, uh, the president of Alexandra's Park, Jamie McKinnon. Um, because tonight at Alexandra Park, we've got a huge night of uh, harness racing. I'm sure Louis is going to talk about that because our self-assured is back to getting ready for the race. And uh, I'm sure mm. we'll, we'll put that uh, out there for you later on. 7.40, it's grand final time, baby. And we're going to talk to Chelsea, Ali Simpler, to talk about this weekend's big game between the Chiefs, Manawa, and your team, the South Island, Matatu. I read a little bit about them. Um, man, the Chiefs, Manawa, got a, got a team. 
you know, they got a team, Man. and they've actually got a few South Island girls in that side. So, um, be interesting to see how Chelsea's seen that one shape up. We'll catch up with New Zealand Player of the Year because last night with the New Zealand Cricket Awards, Daryl Mitchell will join us after eight o'clock. We've Uncle Paulie Mawadi. Let's have a chat to him, we've got the Friday tip of our usual catch-ups with the Doyon Smithy and we might even throw you a couple of little juicy tips later on in the show. Big show, let's go. Beautiful, Kempe. Yeah, just great news, obviously, out with Daryl Mitchell. The Cricket Awards last night were great to have him coming on the show after eight. Can't wait to have a chat to him. He has been just so consistent and that's what you get with Daryl Mitchell. He's averaging 57.21 from 18 matches, so he's only really relatively new into his test career, 500s and, and 850s, so he is flying, and then obviously Amelia Kerr taking out the other big one for the Women's Cricket Awards, Debbie Hockley medal, so bloody great night actually, <clears throat> great night, and uh, well done with Daryl Mitchell, like he'd have to be, was it a one horse race, Kempi Louie, like with, with Daryl Mitchell's award last night, the, the big Sir Richard Hadley medal, him, Kane, well, he's been more consistent than Kane. I don't... Morning, boys. Uh, great to be here oh. on a Friday. Very, very excited to get through today and um, rip into a weekend. Uh, I don't think so, is he? Because Tom Blundell won Men's Test Player of the Year. And I think he could have made a case for Tom Blundell. But I think the reason Daryl Mitchell won the Sir Richard Hadley medal is it's his, his body of work. He played the most for the, the Black Caps through the calendar year. So T20, ODI, Test Cricket... And so then when you think about it like that, you go, okay, maybe he was the obvious choice. But there were some standout performers. And you think about what Tim Southey's done, taking on the captaincy as well. Like, I think he would have been a shout. Uh, he's been a, lo- a long-time servant. But you cannot turn your back on what Darren Mitchell has done as a model of consistency. Something you spoke about last night, how hard it is at the elite level to be consistent. Well, Darren Mitchell is like a flat line. And Kempe, we've spoken to him plenty on the show, and he is just the most jovial-go-lucky Kiwi, and you just love people like that to have success. He's, look, he, he deserved it. He, and he is, like, I think all the cricket guys are great, you know, um, but I'd like to get the other bloke who knows quite a bit about cricket's thoughts on this. Robbie, what do you reckon? Oh, morning, boys. Um, yeah, well, as, in terms of consistency, as Louis says, you you, you really can't go past um, Daryl Mitchell. He kind of flies under the radar as well. Like, averaging, what, 70 in tests is ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice, Robbie. Good work for... for I, I just want to, I just want to talk, talk to him about... I think um, Daryl's one of those guys that will tell you too about the future of the all, uh, all, uh, the Black Caps team. You know, with this this aging Black Caps team, what he sees as the future of the team. Because I'm pretty sure he'll throw a couple of names out there. Oh man, I can't wait to talk to him. He's a champion. He's uh, he's a nice guy. He's a good family man, and uh, he's reaping the awards of some success and consistency in terms of cricket. So well done, Daryl Mitchell, and well done everyone. For their awards last night at New Zealand Cricket Awards. Well, Kempi, it's it's probably not hard to talk about this. You've been harping on this <laughs> for a wee while now. But this Geordie Barrett situation over at the Storm, starting to gain traction. You yeah. called it? I bought it. I bought it a year ago. It's about to become a reality. <laughs> yeah, I know, mate. I bought it a year ago, mate. Look, if anyone, if anyone can make the switch to rugby league that – you know, goes out there. You give him, 
you, th- you give him a, a a rugby league ball and say play rugby league would be Geordie. Would there be two of them? Be Artie Sevier and Geordie Barrett because they just rip in. They just rip in, and they've got the speed um, across the board that you could put them anywhere along that that front line of twelve players. You know, so I know that that that. Um, Photo's been doing the rounds on socials with Geordie Barrett standing next to the bellyache. I guarantee you there's another bloke in that picture which he's stayed, he's, he's just to the side of it, and his name's Frank Panisi. And he's the general manager of football at Melbourne Storm and is a very smart cookie. One, if not the best I've seen in both the codes of rugby union and rugby league. No doubt he would have slipped a little sly... Uh, one pager to Geordie Barrett and saying, you know you're welcome to come here to the Melbourne Storm. So, mate, Geordie Barrett for the Melbourne Storm? They need him, just <laughs> quietly. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kempe, just, just on that, like he has he has contract to the Hurricanes, to New Zealand Rugby, the All Blacks. Um, like just from your perspective, do you see any problem with him going over in his rest week? He's obviously he wouldn't have done all the contact and, and he wouldn't have put his body into positions where potential harm could have happened or injuries. But you see any problem from a you know, a clash or anything like that that, that kinda surprised you? Or do you do you think NZR and, and the Hurricanes are on board? Oh, hell no, is he? The latter on board? Never in a thousand years. <laughs> they they would be having kittens. So how's he been able to yeah, do it? They, honestly, the house that Geordie so built, true. the house that Geordie built, would be on fire, mate, down at the NZR headquarters at the moment because they would be, oh, they wouldn't be happy at all. Do I think it's okay? I just think it's the way it's going with with players and contracts. I don't think mm. a contract is worth the paper it's written on. That A4 piece of piece of paper, you know what I mean? They're changing clubs in rugby league left, right, and centre. Um, you know, you're signing three year deals, you're getting out of them whenever you want. You know, and and it's just the way that it's structured in the NRL. Just whether or not Geordie Barrett will actually make the change. You know, the biggest threat to rugby union is money. The biggest threat to rugby union for marquee players is money because rugby league is going to overtake them. And yeah. if the and if the you know if the NZR don't realise that already, because they're not going to be able to keep all their marquee players. See, clubs sign three marquee players. The All Blacks have to sign 20, mm. you know. So if you're number 20, you're not getting what number one and two's getting as a marquee player. And if they don't keep Geordie Barrett at the top, the, an NRA club's going to blow them out of the water. He's already rattled the cage. He's already rattled that cage, mate. NZR will absolutely be packing themselves. But the, like you talk about the transition, which way is easier, league to rugby, rugby to league? I think rugby to league. I think yeah. I think I think you don't get too many league players going to rugby. You know what I mean? You you tell me a front row that's going to go from league to rugby and play front row. I don't think you'll ever find one. Um, yeah. But you'll find a Sonny Bill Williams that plays in the back row that can cover the outside backs and maybe a back row flanker position if he's fit enough. Like even Sonny Bill Williams and his fitness, they were never ever going to stick him on the side of the scrum, were they? So he's never no. going to play lock. He's never going to play front row. Maybe at a pinch he gets some, the back three, the six, seven or the or the eight, but definitely backs, outside backs. So I think 
that transitions that way. Um, and basically the technical side of it too. I think when you go back to rugby, uh, you've got a lot of le- um, a lot to learn. Like way yep. more, way more. You know that. I know that. So where does Geordie play? When you when you think of Geordie, if he, he potentially made that transition, let us know, double eight, double three, if Geordie is the man to make that switch, where would he play? And if there's anyone else you th- you feel like could genuinely make that switch to, to rugby league, we'd love to hear from you. Double eight, double three, temple bed post text screen, oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. Well, this is interesting. Like he's obviously gonna make that, that transition. You'd think he'd go on the outside backs, maybe full back, you know, Definitely maybe in the standoffs, maybe in in the centres. But could you see him like he's got this he's got the physique and the size of a Sonny Bill Williams who actually played in the in the middle row or the back row and he's, you know, played defended in the middle. He can defend hard, he can run hard lines. Like Geordie Barrett is your hard line running runner, isn't he? So would you put him out in the backs or would you chuck him in the middles? No, no I'd put him basically I'd start him at centre because he's a really good defender. And then I'd switch and as soon as he got his feet on the ground, I'd switch him to fullback. Because I want the ball in his hands and give it, let him. Mate, he's he's in the. If there's a player to look at in the NRL that that he would um, mould his game off would be Tom Trebojevic. Because I think mm. that he's that player that when when he runs he's really hard to stop. Um, it's just that he's going to have to get a few miles under his clock because fullbacks these days are running for two hundred plus meters and are across both sides of the field, especially in um, offence, you know what I mean? And it's a lot to carry. That, that's why you don't see players making um, transitions from that, that position to fullback quite successfully. You know, they've, they've spent plenty of time getting used to that running. Geordie Barrett, like, the, the thing with Geordie Barrett is he's tough. Mm. He run, like you, like yep. you said, he runs good lines, and he's not going to stop doing that. And that's one of the things that happens – you know, you get a couple of whacks at that level, your lines change. <laughs> you know, your good lines change. But good players don't change their lines. That's why Joseph Suwali is going to be great. Because you look at the lines he runs, he's getting tackled and hit. But it's mm. not really affecting him. He's And he knows eventually he'll go through. You know, so... We'll continue this. We'll continue this league chat, Kempi. We're going to continue it throughout the morning. Uh, there's plenty to cover because there was a beautiful game that took place last night, and I'm gutted because you um, you got the Eels and I had the Panthers. So I've obviously uh, I've lost the first round of that draft, NRL draft pick. So there you go. You, you broke my heart in that last minute with Mitchell Moses. A couple of messages I'll get through. Morning team, just wanted to say thanks very much for the kicks yesterday. My initial thought was VJ Singh. As anything, Fijian is now your daddy Izzy after a couple of weeks back. As always, the mana 13 plus. Thanks very much again. And on that, this is our very last pair of the all-new ZG23 Ranger golf shoes from Adidas. So only text if you haven't won a pair already, please. But tell us, when are you playing this weekend? And who are you taking the money off? When are you playing? Where are you playing? And who are you taking your money off? Double eight, double three, oh eight hundred one five zero. We'll uh, collect those texts throughout the show, and then we'll announce the winner towards the end. It's been a fun part of our show, giving away brand new pair of Adidas ZG twenty three Ranger golf shoes. So it's uh, only fitting. I'll get through these couple of misses. He'll be a great fallback from Mark. So good, and he's but on the same lines as you, Kempi, this texter. Reminds me of Tommy Turbo, hard-running ball, playing fullback. There you go. I love the Tommy Turbo mould. 
potentially taking place with Geordie Barrett in the NRL. Well, Scar starting to gain some traction. It is now 19 past six, and it's time for this. Can't wait question of the day. Yeah, and Jordy Barrett's contracted through to 2025 and the end of 2025 for NZR as well. Uh, so, so it is really interesting timing to see him pop up at Melbourne Storm. Obviously, he did a bit of this last year when he was posturing for his contract, but you think that New Zealand rugby, he would probably be one of the highest paid All Blacks right now, knowing how important he is, especially being able to cover a couple of positions. So... I'd suggest that that contract, he would probably see it out. But the thing is, we forget how young Geordie Barrett is because he's been in our lives since he was playing for Canterbury at age 19. Geordie Barrett would only just have turned 28 when that contract comes out. So he is in the prime, physical prime of his career, which would mean that he could have another a proper crack at another sport. So it's totally on the horizon. And my can't wait question of the day, boys, well, Geordie Barrett could easily be the answer. Last night was one of the best games of rugby league, and I feel like the Thursday night game has become the, the game that always you wake up on a Friday and it's a golden point situation. Why is that? Why is the Thursday night game always like this? But Mitchell Moses and Nathan Cleary showed us, in Gus's words, why you get the big bucks, baby, last <laughs> night in that absolute thrilling grand final rematch. With ice in their veins. First of all, it was Nathan Cleary, the two-point field goal, off, wow. off the out-of-touch play. What were the Eels doing? And then it was Mitchell Moses who slotted the golden point field goal, and it made me wonder who, right now, across both rugby codes, Izzy, Kempi, everybody, do you want kicking a field goal or a conversion for your life? Who do you want, either a conversion or a field goal, kicking for your life right now across both rugby? Past or present? Now, now, current. Oh right yeah, because I was going okay. to, I was going to the past. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was going back to the toe hack days. Yeah. How good? Ah, <laughs> no. uh, that's a great, that's a great question. Keep those messages. Keep the texts coming through. Who do you think? To save the day for you, you'd love to kick that winning field goal or conversion and don't say Tony for your Kim, life. Because he's not playing right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is true. Double eight, double three, oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. The phone lines are open and they are ready for you to make that call.